0: Jesus so in Isaiah chapter 61 when Isaiah is one of the, the, the prophets of the old book that you should wrestle with that you should sit and read not to say you've read it but to understand it and sit in it and and you know what, what, do, you, what do you call it when you when you're on the cook and you put the thing on the pot simmer it. you have to simmer on Isaiah you have to sit there with Isaiah for a second Isaiah's important scripture. No other prophet speaks, let me teach before I preach. No other prophet speaks as much about the Messiah who was to come than Isaiah. Isaiah was locked into something special. He saw the Messiah that was coming and it was 900 years between when Isaiah was teaching and preaching and between when Jesus would eventually get here. But somehow he saw him clearer than anybody else in the entire Bible sees him and he's not even here yet.
1: 900
0: years ago, you don't even know who is who 900 years ago. But he has a longing. Yes, yes. That is 900 years in the making. Yes, yes yes sir. And that longing feels the presence. Yes. Yes, yes, Through space and time. And he says of this. Jesus who is to come, this Yeshua, this Messiah yes, sir. Yes,
1: sir.
0: Yes, sir. He says, the spirit of the Lord has upon me
1: yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And what does
0: Jesus do the first chance he gets? Yes,
1: sir. Right.
0: Yes, sir. Let's go to Luke. I think it's Luke. I'm not even didn't even write that scripture down. Luke, what is it, Luke 4? Luke chapter four, yes. Luke chapter four. read the verse first verse of chapter Luke chapter four, would you
1: And Jesus? He yes. Full of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Returned from Jordan. Yes. And was led by the Spirit into the wilderness.
0: Led by the Spirit into wilderness. There's a locking I want you to get here. Because you remember I've been talking about the children of Israel this whole time. The Spirit, the God Himself, has been leading them where? In the wilderness. It's an interesting moment here because Jesus is having to go into the wilderness here. Read verse 2.
1: BEING 40 DAYS TEMPTED. HOW LONG? 40 yes. DAYS TEMPTED.
0: INTERESTING. YES, SIR. Interesting. HOW LONG WERE THE CHILDREN OF ISRAEL BEING TESTED? 40 YEARS. Yes, sir. 40 YEARS. OH, oh OKAY. okay. Yes, READ THAT VERSE 2 being, OUT.
1: BEING 40 DAYS TEMPTED OF THE DEVIL, AND IN THOSE DAYS HE DID EAT NOTHING. YES. AND WHEN THEY WERE ENDED, HE AFTERWARDS HUNGERED, AND THE DEVIL SAID
0: unto HIM. NO, yes, JUMP DOWN TO VERSE 13 NOW. VERSE
1: 13. YES. AND WHEN THE DEVIL HAD ENDED ALL THE TEMPTATION, He
0: departed from him for a season. So the devil's done that. Didn't get through. Why? Because the Holy Spirit, the one we've been welcoming in, is not only with Jesus, but is Jesus. Like he, uh, he's the living, walking word right there. He is the everlasting. That's what Isaiah was saying. What does he say about Jesus? That he is the everlasting Father. He is the, of Peace. He called this Messiah the yes, Everlasting Father. Everlasting. Oh my, everlasting. Oh my. <laughs> he knew something we couldn't see for 900 years, and Isaiah saying, "This is who He is." <laughs> so Jesus has just been tempted in the de- in the desert yes, sir. Yes, sir. for 40 days. Except, unlike the children of Israel who were 40 years in the desert, He doesn't need to eat one thing. <laughs> Uh, look, because he's getting ready for his moment. Yes. Let's keep reading verse 14.
1: And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. Ah, this is
0: what I should have happened to the children of Israel. You've been led by the, oh, by the Spirit this whole time. You should have been entering the promised land with the power of... The Spirit. The Spirit, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you shouldn't have had to see nothing yes, to know which way to go if you've been following something for 40 years. Yes. There's a problem we have sometimes when we say we have the Holy Spirit. We've been ignoring his direction the whole time. You've got to be focused on what he's saying, yes, where he's leading, and what he's doing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Keep reading, verse 13, verse 14.
1: And when the devil had ended all temptation, he departed from him for a season. Yes. Verse 14, and Jesus entered into the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him throughout all the region round about.
0: So now they've heard about this Jesus. He's come out of his desert. He's being not just anointed, but infu- every part of his being is Holy Ghost. Yes. Everything he's doing is Holy Ghost. Every part of him. It's indiscernible. He is the Eternal Father. He is the Spirit in the flesh. He is the Messiah. So the fame is going all about. He's the hearing about him. And let's keep reading verse... And he taught
1: in their verse 16... Being
0: glorified of all, <laughs> because of the way he's just teaching what they've been given this whole time, yes, yes, but right. he's teaching it in such a way they've never heard it before. Yes, sir, right. yes, <laughs> right. It's over. The, the way I like to describe it was something Sonia said years ago to me. Yes, sir, right. I remember she described something. She said, "You remember when we went from black and white?" To... No, y'all, you you do not know, and you don't know. Yes, sir, right. yes, Probably you do. do. Yes, sir, yes, sir. We were had black and white yes, TVs when yes, we were yes, young. Yes, <laughs> like that was what we, that was long all time. we could afford yes, yes, yes. but when they brought that color TV yes. in the first time he's what color okay, yes, sir. Okay. what is his suit Has he got on this whole time yes, yes. that was the way he was supposed to be looking I, oh yes, I had no idea yes, yes, yes. when Jesus shows up they're hearing the same word, but they're hearing it in color. Come on, preacher. Oh my. Oh man. They're hearing it in high def. Five K. Yes sir. Oh my. Yes sir. Come on. Come on. I didn't even have 480p when I was coming up. 480. Yes sir. Come on. Y'all get spoiled on 720p today. Yes
1: sir. We didn't even have 480p. Oh my, oh my. Hallelujah.
0: You want to watch a football game on a TV, you can't tell where the ball is because the pixels don't represent it correctly.
1: Right, right,
0: right, so true, So Jesus comes in, right, he comes in, and they're saying, is this the same word we've been hearing this whole time? Holy Ghost comes into the situation and changes everything. Oh, 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 glory oh, to God Jesus. this ain't gonna be a church without the Holy Ghost I'm gonna Jesus. tell you right yeah. now no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Oh, I'm gonna make room for him let's keep reading that and
1: verse 16, and yeah. he came to
0: Nazareth he's coming back to his hometown now, <laughs> now. Yes, <sir>. up? where he grew up this is a difficult one you know who we were when we were younger Man, it's tough to shake it. I gotta admit, when I go back home, I turn back into the child that left. I can't help it. Everything references, to, I'm almost 50 at this point, but when I go back home, there's too many references to when I was just a child. So you're gonna know now what's up when he goes back to his hometown. How's he gonna respond? <laughs> Uh, this human and divine thing is really important, but the divine is too much importance, right, to what the Jesus has to do. Let's keep reading.
1: And he came to Nazareth, where yeah. he had been brought up. Yeah. And as his custom was, and as the custom was, he went into the synagogue yeah. on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. So this and is what he does
0: all the time. The Scripture says this was his custom. This was the thing he would do. He would read the scripture in the temple. On a Sabbath day, he would go and read. But there's something different that's happening this time that has happened every other time. He's back in his hometown. The difference is he spent 40 days in the desert making sure that that which was flesh and divine was all divine. Come
1: on, come on, yes, yes, yes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Let's keep going.
1: And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up and, as his custom was, he yep. came to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. <laughs> and, there, and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. So who
0: do they give, whose book are they going to give to him to read right after this moment? It's the book, book of, of Isaiah. Isaiah. They've, they've spelt it a little bit differently because this is translated from Greek. So they they write it down a little bit differently, but believe you me, this is the book of Isaiah. And so Jesus starts to read the book, keep reading.
1: And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was
0: written. So this is, let's just know that this wasn't a random selection. This was in fact intentional. He opened the book. So I'm about to read y'all something. I've been reading y'all for years now, but let me reread something to you. And I need to get to the specific place because there's something in here you haven't seen until now. It took 40 days in the desert for you to be able to see what was self-evident to Isaiah 900 years ago. Let me show you. Verse 18.
1: The spirit of the Lord is upon
0: me. Now this is exactly what I read a moment ago, slide number one. Yes. Sir.
1: yes, sir. yes. Because yes. he has anointed me to preach the gospel
0: yes. to the poor. To who? To the poor. Yes. I'm not preaching this to everybody. You know what I've realized? I've struggled with this for a while, but this isn't for everybody. <laughs> this is not even for every, the message of Jesus is not for everybody. And I thought it was. But I've realized that some people are not in a position to reason because you're too rich and you're too proud in what you have been doing. And this message is to the poor and the meek. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: I thought I could convince you intellectually. I thought I could convince you spiritually. I thought I could infuse faith in you. But I can't do any of those things. But what I can do is preach to who I was told to preach to. Let's keep reading. Yes,
1: sir, the upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Yes. He has sent me to heal the broken heart. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes sir, yeah, preach, yeah. To, to preach deliverance to the captives.
0: There are some of us walking around with broken hearts.
1: Oh, Come on, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh my.
0: Broken oh, yes, sir. hearts. Okay, says, sir. Man, you. you know what it looks like to have a broken heart physically? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because yes, sir. your body isn't going anywhere yes, if your heart's not working. And I want you to know that people can barely get out of bed because they have a broken heart on the inside of the inside they have a broken heart down on the inside and it's as broken as somebody who has a heart attack. it's as broken as somebody who has a stroke. it's that broken and he sent me the scripture says the Lord is working through the, through Jesus and he's specifically going. For those who have had their hearts broken. Broken Let's keep going.
1: To preach deliverance to the
0: captives. Yes.
1: And recovering of the sight to the blind. Yes. And to set at liberty them that are bruised.
0: Let's just keep reading. I want to go back to Isaiah in a second. Keep going. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Verse 20. And he closed the book. This is like he's done every single time. But what happens now?
1: He gave it again to the minister.
0: gave it to the minister.
1: sat down. Sat down.
0: And the eyes
1: of all of them were in the synagogue were fastened
0: upon him. I want you to imagine what's happened here. Jesus has come up. He's read. He's selected very specifically that verse. Read it to them. That's all he's done. He gave the book back to the minister and sat down. Eyes are supposed to be on the minister right now. Eyes are supposed to be forward and front. But something about what has happened means everybody's looking where Jesus is. Yes, yes. Something has changed.
1: Yes, yes, yes. yes, 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 yes. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. He's read, the scripture says this was his custom to do. He's been reading this way. He's been in the, in the temple reading. But this moment's different. Yes, come on, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Come on. Thank
0: you, Something is different about this moment. He's read the scripture that is connected 900 years ago to, to this moment, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, wow. and none of the people can imagine anybody else fulfilling this but yes. the man who just read it.
1: Okay. Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, yes. Now yes. I see yes. what Isaiah saw 900 yes. years ago.
1: Yes. The Messiah is here. Yes, yes. 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 Thank, you, Jesus. Uh, Thank you,
0: Jesus. Just one more verse in, the, in there. You, yes.
1: And he began to say
0: unto them. Yes. This day, this day
1: is this scripture fulfilled in your ears.
0: So they're probably wondering why are we why are our eyes yes. fastened on Jesus? Yes. And he has to explain yes. it to yes. them. Because yes. they know but they don't know. Yes. They understand but they don't quite make it out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he says, oh you don't want to know what's happening with you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You just realized the fulfillment Ooh. of a nine year yes. hundred yes. prophecy. In this moment. Yes. Uh, let's go back to Acts. Let's go back to excuse me, Isaiah chapter 61.
1: Spirit of the Lord. God is upon me. Yes. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings.
0: I want to preach good things. And to the meek, yes sir. To the meek and the poor and the lowly. That's my job. Yes, sir. To preach to a particular kind of people. Oh you know what I've realized? Sometimes we're collecting people. Um, And we're trying to collect the very best of them. We need to go get the meek and the poor ones. That's who this he was preaching to. We want the tallest. We want the best looking. We want the most educated. I don't. I don't know if that's what this is. this is even for you. I want the poor, the meek, the humble, the lowly. (laughs) <laughs> Let's keep reading.
1: Because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up love this. the broken
0: heart. Look at wait way Isaiah wrote it. It says to bind up the broken heart. Your heart is literally broken. It is in pieces. And he says, I'm going to put it back together. That's what the Savior is doing to us. He's putting our hearts back together. You've steadily used your heart for all kinds of... I don't know if you've ever used a tool, but you used it for the wrong thing. And you end up breaking the tool. And now it's good for nothing. <laughs> this is what we do with our hearts, saints. We take our heart and just give it to all kinds of folk. And we use it and we, we assume it's going to be treated right in the situation and scenario it's in. And the Lord is saying, that's my heart. that's right. Let me fix that for you. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let's keep going.
1: He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, Uh, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. In jail, unlocks,
0: (laughs) and he's going to come in and take away the limitations that have been placed on you. you, I'm so grateful to this Savior. Amen. Amen. You know, sometimes I think we're afraid to, um, <laughs> to, to speak on people that are in prison. But it's essential we do. That's who we has been sent to, to, to preach to. <laughs> we want to align ourselves with people who are already free. We want to get aligned with people who are in prison.
1: <laughs> Go to verse 2. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord yes. and the day of vengeance of our God, too. Comfort
0: all that There's a certain nature of, of, of um, mourning. It takes a season. Um, sometimes when we are going through mourning and going through loss, we are going through a season. And it's important sometimes for seasons to understand that they come to an end. Otherwise, we end up sitting in that season longer than we should. Like at some point, you have to start living the life again. you you have to start living again i don't know in jewish custom they assign a particular set of days to it and they will say we're going to be mourning for this time and then after that we're not going to forget it doesn't mean we've forgotten that's not what we're saying what we're going to say is that we're going to start living again we're going to start re-establishing connection back to life again rather than sitting in that misery of what we went through we're going to start living again which tells you something about the first verse. Binding up the broken heart isn't the end of the journey. Binding up the broken heart is the start of the journey. Because you've been sitting in this brokenness for so long, you've come to accept it as life itself. And the Lord is saying, I'm going to fix it and declare something new for you. Yeah, you're no longer in the season of mourning after I have fixed what is broken. You're going to be something new and in a new phase of your life. The Lord is trying to spring you into the acceptable year of the Lord. The other thing that he's going to do that's important in verse 2, he says, I'm going to wreak havoc on the thing that created the mourning in you in the first place. Oh, they didn't do that and got away with it. He says, I'm the God of vengeance. Yes, he is. I'm going to fix the thing yes, sir. that hurts you. Yes. Verse 2, read verse 2 out for me. So I want you to make sure I'm not making this yes, sir, up. No
1: the, to proclaim yeah. the acceptable
0: year. This of is God. no longer the year of defeat. This is the year of the Lord.
1: And the day of vengeance of our God. And my God. To. Comfort all that
0: Some of your comfort needs to know that the thing that you've left behind has been destroyed And the Lord is going to go ahead and take it out for you He's going to destroy the principality that broke you in the first place This is what the year of the Lord is going to do It's a new thing So I have to destroy the old thing He didn't say to Egypt, "Let bygones be bygones." He said, "Come on, if you're going to try to come through this water, I'm going to take you all out." Vengeance for 430 years of agony and destruction. You don't want to let my people go. Well, come on through the water. (laughs) Come on
1: through.
0: Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The day of the Lord. But this is where I wanted to get to is verse three. Yes. Yes that mourn in Zion. I want to give something to the people who are mourning in Zion. You're here, you're in the right place, but you're still mourning. You're you're here, you're you're around the company of God's people, but you're still mourning, you're still struggling, you're still hurting. I want to give to them something special. This is the kind of, this is what Jesus was reading. This is what Jesus was reading to the people of God. Okay. And they realized something new was happening because they've heard him, they've heard him and they've heard others read the scripture, but something was new. Verse three.
1: Two, to them, that morning Zion,
0: I've got a gift for you that morning Zion. To
1: give unto them beauty for
0: ashes. <laughs> ah, here we go. Yes, beauty for ashes. for ashes. Go to my second slide for a second. There's an important idea that's being shared with you here that is, it gets repeated in scripture multiple times, the idea of what mourning and supplication looks like. Right, mourning and supplication is usually done by two things that they do. They put on sackcloth and they put on ashes. Sackcloth is a really coarse material. The closest thing I could find to sackcloth today was this this thing you call over here burlap. It's a really rough, you don't even use it to put on, you put it for mats on the ground. It's usually made out of goat hair, black goat hair, sackcloth is made out of goat, black goat hair. And you put on this rough, hard, uncomfortable exterior to represent what's going on in your heart. Your inside is uncomfortable and broken. That means your outside should look just like it. So what he's saying is, and then in addition to that, they take the fire, And the ashes from the fire, remember everything's been burned in the fire. And the only thing that left is destruction. So they take the destruction that is left after fire and anoint themselves with the ashes. The scripture says that they put it on their head, put it on their body, sackcloth and ashes is the ultimate mourner. Today we don't have something like that. The best we have today is that we put on black when we are in mourning. We Wear black exclusively at the, at the funerals right, right. to show that we're going through something, but they took that to 11 and said, yes, You're going to put on different clothes, okay. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> the clothes you're going to put on, you're not even comfortable with, yes, right. and you're also going to put on ashes. Right. Okay. Read that verse again for me
1: to appoint it to them the morning in Zion to give it to them beautiful ashes. So now the
0: Lord is saying. For you all that still have this burlap coat on. Oh, okay, okay. For you all that still have put ashes from the destruction that you've been through. From you all you that are wearing it like clothes. I don't know if you've ever seen somebody who's burdened with something. They walk like they're burdened because they are wearing their burden and you see it on them. They're wearing it. It's in how they act with you. It's in how they respond, it's in how they speak. They're wearing, literally, their mourning, they're wearing their broken heart, they're wearing it right on everything they do, and the Lord is saying, I'm gonna take that ash from you and replace it with beauty. Imagine coming in here with a burlap coat, let me take that from you and give you something beautiful. I'm going to exchange the thing you have that you thought was you, the thing that you thought was your nature. I'm going to take it and give you beauty. What's the next part? Oil of joy for mourning. There's a non anointing. You've anointed yourself with what you're going through. I told you, people wear their problems right on their faces. The thing that they're going through, they can't hide it because they're wearing it so closely. And you've been anointing yourself with the thing that you've been through. And the Lord is saying, I'm taking away that anointing oil of mourning. And I'm going to give you an anointing oil of joy. This is what you're going to start putting on. This is what you're going to start anointing your head with. I know what you've been through and I know it hurts. But I've executed judgment and I've bound it up. Now start putting on some joy. Yes,
1: yes, yes.
0: I don't want you to wear that anymore. It doesn't look good. Yes, it yes, doesn't look good for you. Yes. And if, it's a, if I'm a savior, oh, wow. it doesn't look good for me. Yes, sir. Come on, come on, come on. If I have in fact delivered you, yes, yes. it looks terrible yes, for me yes. if you look like that. Let's keep going, sir.
1: The oil of joy for mourning. The
0: garment of
1: praise for the spirit of heaviness. Ah,
0: The spirit of heaviness is on you. And the Lord is saying, I've got some joy. I've got some praise for you to wear instead of the thing you're wearing. I love the Lord. Oh, gosh, this exchange. This isn't, it's not like the thing I'm giving up. Isn't beautiful. Amen. Amen. Right. The thing I'm giving up is terrible, and He's going to take that burden yes. Yes, and take it and give me something else. Something else. Ah, I love it. Let's just keep reading that out.
1: The of praise for the spirit of heaviness, yes. That they might be called trees of righteousness.
0: Uh, when you're finished with He's finished with you, you're going to be called the trees of righteousness. I love it. He doesn't want you to be sad. Amen. Amen. He doesn't Amen. want you to be upset. Amen. Yes. And he doesn't want you to look sad or look yes. upset. Yes. He wants you to be joy. Oh, yes, he wants you to be you praise. Yes, he wants you to be beautiful. Yes, he doesn't want ashes in you. Right. Come
1: oh. on, please. yes, sir. Come on, oh. come on. He want
0: heaviness. Oh, man, the heaviness you've been bearing isn't what he wants for you. He wants to give you a light he's coat. Uh, yes, just read that out for me. That
1: they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be-
0: glorified. Why does he want he this? Yes, he's he's so that you're righteous, and he's glorified. Everybody wins <laughs> in this situation. On, okay. yes, sir. Yes, sir. yes sir, yes sir, right, come on. I'm good, yes, he's glorified. He's <laughs> glorified. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wins. There is no negative part of this. I'm going to give you my heaviness, you give me good lightness and praise and joy. You, I get righteous, you get glorified. I love this situation. This arrangement's better and better the more I read it. This is the best agreement I've ever heard. Be glorified, Lord. If you being glorified means me being righteous. Be glorified. Be glorified. Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. Hallelujah.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Let me go to slide three for a second. Yes, you, I want to just wrap this up. Where are we going? Matthew eleven. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew eleven, verse uh, twenty-seven. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew eleven, verse. Thank you, Jesus. Verse twenty-seven. He says, "All things are delivered to me. I've got this." Thank you, sir. Of my Father. Everything I'm doing. When Jesus walked into that temple. This was everything, he says, that everything that's happened is because of my Father. I came up with this plan before I came in the flesh. How do I know this to be true? Isaiah knew about it 900 years before Jesus got here. (laughs) Says everything, thank you, Jesus. Verse 27, all things are delivered unto me of my Father. And no man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. You're only gonna get to know who the Father is if Jesus reveals it to you. You also don't get to know the Son unless Jesus reveals it to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 28, come unto me. You've got no other choice. You've got no other options. Jesus is saying, if you can't get to know the Father except I send you, you better come unto me. Like if you want to get to the end heart of this matter, you want to get to know who the Lord is, you want to know who God is, you want to be connected to him. Jesus is saying, you can't get there unless you come through me. So, come unto me. (laughs) He then says, I want a particular kind of person to come, though. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not interested in you if you have gotten easy. Yes, sir. Come on, particularly. Oh, my. Come on. Come, on. Yes, sir. come unto me, all ye that labor oh, my. Yeah. and are heavy laden. Ah, oh, uh, you've got the spirit of heaviness. Yeah. Oh, my. Yes, sir. That's
1: what he said. Come on, sir. And he says, I'm going to give you some joy. come oh, yes. on. And heavy laden, I will give you rest.
0: Oh, my. I love this arrangement. Oh, my. Yes. I don't know if you've ever felt this situation in, in my life, I and mean, I've had this a few times, okay. where I wasn't physically tired. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. I was spiritually tired. Yes, sir. Been
1: there. Been there.
0: I wasn't physically exhausted. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was mentally exhausted. Yeah. Like the work I had to do wasn't that I had a problem with my body getting it done. It was that I couldn't get motivated to get it done. Yes. There was a certain kind of heaviness on me yeah. that I couldn't translate into actual physical objects <laughs> and that's who Jesus is talking to, yes, 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 yes. come unto yes, me, sir. Yes, sir. Come yes. all you who are exhausted, yes. come unto me, all you who are depressed, come yes. unto me, give it to me, let yes. me give you something yes. in exchange, yes. Yes. what did it say, verse 29? Let me go back to 28, because there's too much left. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He's already filtered out some of us. For those of you who have no worries or concerns, this was not for you. If you're good, don't worry about this Savior, because you've got nothing to exchange for him. He's not going to be glorified with you giving him a light burden. Yes, sir, yes, sir and you're not going to be made righteous because you didn't have a burden in the first place. So, this is exclusively and specifically for us who are burdened. I'm almost done. Verse 9, take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. And this is who Jesus is. For I am meek and lowly in heart. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah, glory to God. Yes. Why is he talking to the meek and the poor? Because he says, look, I'm meek. I connect with you. I'm connecting directly with you. You ever wonder why again? When we go back to the old book, he says, Don't, I don't want you to work for your food. I want you to pick it up off the ground. He says, I'm giving it to you. I've given you the love. I don't ask you to work for anything. I want you to exchange something with me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh my! I'm almost done. For our meek and lonely heart, and ye shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light.
1: Hallelujah! Glory to God.
0: Today, we have anybody here to hear the voice of the Lord? But this is the this is the message to the world. This is the message to us, and let's not forget. We sometimes have those burdens yes. here.
1: Yes.
0: When you decide that you want to carry the burden yourself for a moment, you say, I've got it. No, you do not. You're hanging on by a thread. You barely made it yesterday, and you think you've got twice the work today. Exchange. Hallelujah. I'm giving you this burden, Lord. Yes. I don't know what tomorrow holds and what the future holds. And to to try to figure it out today is too much. So, I'm going to hand it to you and I'm going to ask you, Lord, to give me back. Give me back the thing you said you would give me. Give me back my joy. Give me the lightness. I don't need the heaviness anymore. That burden is too much. I can't bear it anymore. I can barely kick that burden down the road but I'm gonna come unto you because I am heavy laden and I know that you're gonna give me rest. Thank you, Lord Jesus. May the Lord have a blessing to this world.